Okie dokie. So it is January, what do you call it? 13th, 2021. Okay. So, oh my goodness. So I was in my dream, right? And it was this like, it was this intense, like, 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 I don't know, like, not like a fight scene, but like a, like I was driving a vehicle and it was like me and my husband and we had this package to deliver and we, we had to like somehow get an, a passport to, to go into this other country to deliver this package that was like so urgent and important. So we were like zooming through the traffic and everything. And for some reason to get to China, we were in Los Angeles. So there's like 10 lanes on both sides and we we're just going, going, going. And we, it was like rushing, 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 traffic, traffic, traffic. And it was like really intense. I was like, oh yeah, this is exciting. This is like my my favorite movies used to be very like um, suspenseful, like action movies like that. And so it was just kind of fun. I was like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? And then it just turned out that like the traffic flow was going in one direction, but it, it shifted. And it was like, wait a minute, like that, the road was closed. Like, okay, we're moving with the traffic. And it just turned out in that moment and I was like, okay, well, we were going in one direction, but now we're going the other direction. And then it just like, I was like, well, we could just move forward with the traffic. So I was like, okay, well, we could do that. But then there was this little tiny notion inside of me that was like, wait a minute, why are we turning around? Like, why, why did the traffic just change? How come there's this big obstruction? Why is the road closed? Like, what, what just happened? So I just thought to like ask this random person, this random woman on the side that was in the same direction of the traffic. And I was like, what, what just happened? Like what, what's going on? Why are we going in this direction now? Cause we were going in that direction. That's the road we we're going, but now we have this detour. Oh, she's just like, Oh, it's just Jesus Christ. He just came. He's just over there blocking the road. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, you, so you're going this direction when you know that like Jesus Christ is right there. Like, Oh, like, and it was just like this moment, like in that tiny moment, it was like, I can't believe I almost missed the opportunity to be there maybe at the second coming or whatever, because I was just following traffic, right? I was just following who was in front of me. And, and then I was grateful that the thought came, maybe just ask, maybe ask what, why this is happening. And so I asked the lady and she's like, oh, it's just Jesus Christ. He's blocking the way. We can't go that way. So we have to go around now. I was just like, what? So then I was like, right, let's go. And so we just like go opposite to the traffic. Like everybody's going this way. And we're like the only ones that are like going the opposite direction. We're like kind of going through the roadblock. And then we like cross this bridge. And there he is. Like he's just, it's not this like glorious, crazy event that, that I kind of like predicted from other experiences. But it's just like, he's just in these like black sweatpants, just sitting on a bench. And... And we just had this moment, like, as if, like, I almost felt like it was kind of like what people t describe when they have a homecoming of one of their kids or whatever, or brothers or whatever that come home from their mission. And they just have this, like, reunion of, like, oh, like, I haven't seen you in how many years? But, like, but they just pick up where they left off. And that was kind of my experience. It was like I was sitting there with my husband and, and our elder brother, eldest brother, and we just had this, like, big pick-me-up kind of, like, just, like, hugging and just lots of just, like, picking up where we left off kind of thing, just talking like regular because we're family, we're brothers, sisters, like we're just, we're just, we just love one another and we're equal and you know, like that kind of thing. Um, um, when I say equal, I'm not actually saying like equal because clearly he's like the eldest brother. Um, but anyways, um, so then we have this experience together and it's lovely, you know, it was just like a lovely moment. But I think at that moment, I kind of just like, it was kind of disturbing because I looked around, I was like, why is it so deserted? How come nobody else is here? Like, how come me and my husband are the only ones that paid attention that you're here? You know, like, like what? 
just happened there. Like, you know, people even knew that you came and that you're blocking the way and they decided to go the other way. Like, they didn't stay here to, like, see what's up, right? Like, to, to just, like, see what they could do to welcome you or whatever. And it was just like, there's so many symbols within this dream that I'm just so grateful for. One that I found for myself was, like, um, like how important is it that I'm like reading the scriptures and absorbing myself in like the gospel, um, lifestyle, like that, that allows for me to be listening to the prophet, to, to follow his counsels, to hear him, to give thanks, to light the world, like, you know, and, and, and then from our state president to like, to then be a a good global citizen and those things. So I can then be receptive to what's the most important, right? Like, I kind of have this funny theory about COVID where it's like, people call it COVID, but really, I just kind of see it as this, like, blanket that Heavenly Father's putting down on people so that they can somehow, amongst this blanket that's covering them, they can somehow get to the point of pondering to the point where they can be, like, not, like, okay, so last year my word was Mary versus Martha, right? It was Mary. And, and it, it kind of, like, one of the concluding thoughts that I had closer to the, like, doing this for a while, like, pondering on this Mary word, this Mary person, and how I could be even more like this, was this idea that I felt like Mary, it wasn't like she never did the things that Martha was doing, you know, cleaning the house, making things, sure things were organized, and just making orderliness, but I felt like she had a greater awareness of what it was all for, right? It was like, you know, it was as if when the Savior came, Mary was like, oh, finally, like we were doing all this preparation so that we could finally just see you and now we can just like sit with you and have a great time, right? And then and then there's Martha being like, no, 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 Mary, like we still have three more things we need to do before we're ready to like do this. Where like Mary was so ready to be present. She was just so ready to be like, um, Martha, we were getting this ready so that we could be ready for the surprise party for our eldest brother, right? Like, this was all for the surprise party. Like, we're not going to just go and do all these extra stuff. Like, now that he's here, like, now's the time to say surprise, right? Like, now's the time for the surprise party to start, right? Like, it's, it's time to just let go of whatever didn't get done and just, like, move forward from here. And so that's kind of what I felt from this experience, like going through the stream experience and then like having that moment, um, it was like a neat moment to feel like, oh, that's what it looks like. You know, when everybody's going the traffic of like just being busy with their regular lives, I could just follow, follow suit and be like, oh yeah, everybody's busy. So I'll just be busy too. And I'll just carry on. But I'm just so grateful for that moment in that dream where just a moment, just like almost like a millisecond, like smaller than a millisecond of time when that little notion came no, wait a minute. What, what's going on? Why, why are they all going that way? How come they're not going forward like they were before? And then I, I thought to ask, well, I don't know. What is the answer? Like, why are we going that? And then she just said, oh, it's just Jesus Christ. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, just like, oh my goodness. Like, I can't believe I'm thankful that I even asked. Right. And so it's almost like, I feel like for me, my, my revelation from this experience is like, you know, there's this whole COVID blanket over everyone right now. Right. But really, what is this actually about? You know, like some people are going the route of murmuring. Similar to where Nephi was like, you know, they had their bow broken. Everybody was just like, murmur, murmur, murmur. That's the only thing you can do with a situation like this. The only choice is to just murmur. So we're just going to murmur. And that's the only thing that we can think of doing. And then there Nephi goes. He's like, 
I understand that that's where you're at. You know, that's the dialogue I, I can imagine happening in him to just like deal with that situation where everybody around him was murmuring. And he's like, but I know better. And what I know in my heart is what I can do. And when he thought about that, he's like, okay, what's my next step? And so he was able to take this situation where everybody else thought it was a perpetual situation where there was never going to be a better situation. They didn't have any ideas. And he turned it into a solvable problem where he's just like, I'm just going to go and try to make another bow. We'll see if that works, right? And it's just like, I love that. And then these other examples of Alma and Amulek, when like the government was going weird, and then they had the prompting to be like, well, that's, I don't like how the government's going weird. Let's go and preach the gospel to these people so that they don't have to keep getting more and more wicked. They can actually turn around and get better and better and better and even more prepared for their next step to like be closer to God, right? And so I have these two amazing heroes in the Book of Mormon right now that are just speaking to me so powerfully, whether it's Nephi and his like build a bow attitude and just like finding the time to just get the revelation he needs so he can be using his time wisely, doing something that's productive and helpful to his family and creating a solvable, like creating something out of nothing basically. And then Alma and Amulek, when they're just like, actually, what if we can like use this time to like be helping people even more to so that they can be entering into covenants and and strengthening their uh, their their repertoire of allowing for commandments to be a habit in their lives and like improving their lives. And so then it's really speaking to me because when I really hunkered down, okay, I had two different podcasts recently. One where I was totally tizzied out. I was like rebelling. I was like, I don't know when's the next time I'm going to break the law. I don't know when's the next time I'm going to like, you know, like just like totally lash out and go on a parade and just like say that this is not right. Right. Um, and then, then the, the next recording I, I did after that was like, okay, I think I'm a little bit chastised right now because it came very clear. We had this crossroads experience where it was like, I had those feelings. And then we had this crossroads experience where we were about to go and make an appointment with somebody so that they could help us with just like body, like it was a health appointment. And then they replied back, thankfully, with like a very upfront kind of way of being like, yes, I am still open to help you. And just so you know, it's not up to code with what is what is the regulation right now for like my me to practice. Like I'm not actually allowed to practice in the eyes of the government right now because of what the, you know, the emergency health situation is. And it was, I was so grateful for their willingness to be upfront about that right off the bat. And, you know, like there's a time and place for people to be served regardless. Um, and then there's a time and place where, you know, I need to be aware and be like, yeah, like, is this a really an emergency? You know, like, is it totally necessary or could we comply? Could we just comply to the, be a, being a global citizen and being as obedient as possible you know, in the same way that our state president has asked us to do um, so that we can access the blessings of the protection that come from that. And so when I submitted to that, I was like, okay, like I can, I can wait, you know, I don't need to have this health appointment right now, right? Like I could probably wait a couple months if it took that long until it's like an open, open doors experience and everyone's kosher and it's totally transparent and I don't have to be like going, trying to like hide from like um, getting this health work done or whatever. So I was like, okay, that's okay. And then so I created this next recording podcast thing where it was like all about this idea of like, oh, well, now that I'm like submitted into this life of like 
this is what I'm going to choose to do. I, it was like a very peaceful experience because before it was all about like, well, I don't want to do this because it's very much just like, like submitting to what the government is doing. And like, maybe it's like that, that immigrant background where like my dad was like a refugee and he literally swam, like he was prepared to swim the channel between China and Hong Kong to escape from like government oppression stuff. So maybe it's part of that is still in my genes to be like, no, if government says this, then I'm going the other way. And I'm like, I need to leave my country. And you know, like I had all these ideas. I was like, like I was just like exploding. And then finally I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is not about following government. This is about me listening to the prophet and just listening to the prophet and doing what the prophet just told us to do. So it's just like, whatever. It, like, it might feel very inconvenient. It might feel very much like um, giving my rights away or whatever people, everybody has their rebuttal about what this situation is, right? But what I know is I'm just going to follow the prophet and just do my thing, right? And so when I think of that, it's kind of like this traffic experience I had in my dream where it's like I could have just been following the way of everybody else that's murmuring, everybody else that's choosing to, like, maybe become this, like, crazy activist person and try to, like, you know, upheaval the government or whatever in this pandemic whatever experience. But it was just really nice to just ask someone and be like, wait a minute, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, Jesus Christ is just over there. So he's, like, making it so we can't drive that way because he's there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and so it was kind of like this moment where I just kind of came to myself and be like, that's what's going on right now. It's like there's this blanket experience helping us to get to the point where we can be like, wait, what is our time here for? You know, like before I received a body, what did I promise myself that I was going to do when I received a body? You know, and, and I feel like a lot of it has to do with becoming way more present with what is mine to do. So that's awesome. And then a part of being present has a lot to do with this awesome child and youth program that's like, hey, let's strengthen our physical health. Let's strengthen, and I'm going to use the word immunity here. Let's become even more, I don't know, strong in our immunity physically. Let's have even more immunity in our spiritual goals. Let's have even more immunity in the intellectual side, as well as even more immunity in our social side. So we can have this like amazing four quadrant experience in drawing closer to Jesus Christ and actually following in his footsteps. Because clearly, you know, amongst all that's going on in the world, like, thankfully, I do live in, within a place where I am free to, to move forward with health goals. I am free to move forward with my spiritual goals. I am free to learn all the things that I would like to learn. I am free to then be in a situation where I can be social, right? Like, it's not so oppressive. Like, I kind of feel like it was in the situation when I talked with my dad about what it was like in his country, where literally the people that he lived with in his same house, they really just had a roommate experience over time. And I kind of asked him, I'm like, well, why didn't you guys talk to each other? Like, that makes no sense. He's like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, like living in situations like that made it so we didn't feel safe talking to each other. We felt like if we were to talk to each other, then it would somehow, you know, like we would, we just didn't feel safe about it. Like, and, and we were influenced to have better relationships with people outside of our home than we were to have relationships with people in our home kind of thing. And that that was safer or whatever. And that's kind of like the situation that I kind of felt like was happening here is like, what in the world are these rules about that make it so we can have better relationships with like our doctors, our, you know, the people that we do business with 
versus even having strong relationships with our grandparents and, and the people that we would want to be spending quality time visiting face-to-face, right? Um, but anyways, like, it, it was just like a nice washover blanket-style blanket experience for me to just really get into this space in my mind and my heart and be like, this is what it's all about. You know, I'm not... Like, my path doesn't have to be just going with the flow. My path doesn't have to be going to murmur. And and yes, there's still going to be temptations. There's still going to be times when I fall into it just because I'm living in this world. But I, I can live in the world and not be of it. I can turn the other way. I can drive up this detour route and actually find the Savior and actually spend time with Him, commune with Him. And I can just focus this time on becoming like Him. You know, I don't have to be him because he was the only one that could be him, right? But I can be like him. So it just always comes back to this beautiful thing. And I'm just so grateful that I could just come to that. And so it was kind of an interesting thing. So I had to mention that because that was the exact experience I had before I moved forward with my day. And I had like this hardcore, like just like, um, feeling like it, it got to the point where my heart wasn't beating properly and my like my my thought process was unclear and a little bit like dysfunctional and like tizzy and like fuzzy and and it came clear to me like I had a priesthood blessing after that and I it came really clear to me I was like that was a really important dream for me and I really feel like I have opposition right now to make it so I almost forget that I even had that dream right and so thankfully I could just like record it in this tiny little place to be like, no, it was a real thing. And it was very valuable for me to help me to keep going, um, to just see what my life is for and, and to just live it regardless of where the flow of the world is going to just be like, no, it's, it's okay. But the other thing, the other thing that I also really wanted to focus on was like when I was sitting there with a the savior and my husband, and we we're just having this awesome little experience. I felt really sad. Like, I felt, like, so sad that it was only me and my husband, right? I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, where is everyone else? Like, you know, and it just it just was this dawning experience to be like, yes, it's awesome, 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 awesome that I have a really strong relationship with my husband, that we are just one and sealed and awesome, right? Because that's what it's all about. It's us two and Jesus Christ. The more we draw closer to Christ, the more we draw closer to each other, the more we clock closer we draw to each other we draw closer to Christ because that is the triangle that we created when we got sealed in the temple and so it's like yes that's awesome and I like my heart just poured out to every single other child of God in the whole world that is my brother and sister that should have been there with me right so thankfully you know in the past I might have been like oh well maybe that means I need to create this like amazing social media platform to just like preach the gospel to the whole world on Facebook or something like that and then it's like no I feel like I'm just shutting off more and more from the phone because I need to. Like, that's really not my life calling to, like, be this person that that creates my life virtually on this little wooden piece of block that I'm going to call it and and think that 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 is how to live a fulfilled life. It's like, no, I really feel like if I'm going to do anything, it's like I need to focus on the people that are in my tree. You know, I need to focus on me, my family, like all of my ancestors that I could know by name. So that, you know, like when I'm having that meeting with Jesus Christ, with my husband, I can have all of these wonderful ancestors that I'm looking forward to meet because I I did, I made efforts to get to know their name and bring their names to the temple and actually go through all the ordinances for them by name, one by one, right? 
And like, that's the kind of experience that I hope that day will be like, you know, when, when the next time I meet with my husband to like see our eldest brother, I just want that to experience to be like a family reunion. Like I just, I love Mulan because they did such a good job of like the ancestor thing. And I just love that last part where they turn on the music and they just have this big party. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly what is going to happen. Like, and I, like, that's what I'm looking forward to. Right. Um, like on a side note, like, I just want to mention that like amongst, you know, waking up, having my dream and then having all this opposition in between this moment of then recording it right now, I am so grateful for it because like, you know, in my priesthood blessing that I got as I was getting the blessing, it was very clear that yes, Heavenly Father knew my weakness. Yes, he knows my temptations, all of the things that like caused me to just like feel like a little distracted or whatever. It's like he was able to just so clearly say it's okay because those things are there like very carefully designed they are there to tempt you so you can become even closer to christ and it was just like ooh, i really like that because i think it would be easy for me to like no like i can never i i just like i'm not worth it to be alive or whatever because i get tempted by different things but like no honestly they have been planted in my day as a source of um, something to help me to know in some ways like how weak I actually am by myself so that I know, no, I need to go and hold my Heavenly Father's hand right now. Like I need to go and hold my elder brother's hand so he can lead and guide me, walk beside me, show me the way kind of thing. And, and I can just allow for that to be a real thing. Rather than thinking, oh no, I'm going to go off by myself and be this independent person and just like think for myself and, and not hold on to my Heavenly Father's hand when he's reaching out and be like, I want you to hold my hand right now because you're going to need my hand. And it's not until I hit those like, those spicy kind of like, like hit by a truck kind of moments where it's like, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't supposed to go on the road by myself. <laughs> I was supposed to be holding on to my grown-up's hand, right? Like, it was extended to me, and I chose to run away, right? Like, and I just chose to do my own thing. So, thankfully, I could just have my priest of blessing, help me get back on track, and be like, okay. Like, yes, I have different things that are a struggle for me that, that I don't know when they'll ever be lifted, but I am so grateful that that my heavenly father's there like he has his hand outstretched all day long and he's just waiting for me to hold on you know so he can show me all of the presents that he wrapped up for me and so he can watch me open up all, everyone so i'm just like delighted delight delight delight